Andrew. Hey, Alex. What's this? This is Brains on the Outside. What's that? It's a business podcast about celebrating creativity through ridiculous business ideas. Sounds like a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. Wonderful. Should we just get right into it? I think so. So, Andrew, do you remember when we had that business for uh, for doing roof repairs and gutter cleaning? Yes, I do remember that. Do you remember how it was like super annoying to have the big bulky tool belt on all the time and like strapping it on and carrying it around with all the tools in it and everything? Yeah, getting up and down the ladder, just mm-hmm. naturally dangerous, right? Yeah, difficult. And do you remember how like it was annoying to have to put all the ladder up in order to be able to look into the gutters to see whether they needed cleaning and everything? Yep, yep. Well, I've got an idea. Okay. What about a business that could centaur you <laughs> with another animal? Okay. Not just a horse. Right. A- any other. Any other animal. Fish. Yeah. Uh, dog. Anything. Panda. Eel. eel. <laughs> yeah. Anything. Top half or bottom half. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So back in our roof repair and gutter clearing days, mm-hmm. the good old days, bottom half, you could have been a marsupial with a pouch. Yeah. And then you could have just put the tools in there and had it with you all the time. Yeah. Yeah, and then you wouldn't have kept forgetting it back in the van and having to go back and get it. It's just always there. Always there. Always got your tools with you. And I could have top half giraffe, so I could look into the gutters. And see if they were dirty And see if they were dirty or not without having to put the ladder up. This is, I love how we are taking the best parts of the animal kingdom. Yeah. And bringing them on side. Bringing them in with us. Yeah. Exactly. So I think there are lots of different animals. That could help us out. That could help us out. Yeah. I'm, uh, so obviously there's this complication of actually how do you centaur somebody, but I'm guessing that is an operational problem. 100% operational The eggheads in the lab will figure that we'll out. We'll get that sorted out. Okay. Yeah, we've right. already got the technology for that, I'm totally sure. Yeah, I, I mean, medicine has advanced so much. Yeah, if they can put like a pig heart in somebody. Why can't they put pig legs? <laughs> exactly, yeah. Pig nose. Pig nose, exactly, yeah. And then like imagine if you had pig nose, mm-hmm. pig top half. Yeah. You become a truffle, a truffle <laughs> hunter. You're real good at getting those mushrooms, really delicious mushrooms all the time. If you like top half pig, you could work in a kitchen. Yeah, yeah. You just got loads of loads of mushrooms. You're you're out foraging all the time uh, during the day. I think monkey tail is extremely versatile. Mm-hmm. Imagine again uh, gutter things. If you kind of scaffolding, having that tail there oh, to yeah. hold on, to grab on. Yep. That's going to save you a lot of money on like PPE and protective equipment. Absolutely. Like, and, and actually tail is a really good example of, of a thing where it's like really multifunctional. Mm-hmm. You could be, do lots of different jobs. If you're a painter, you've always got a brush with you. Yeah. 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 You've got that lemur tail out there. Just like mm-hmm. brush with that. Yeah. Are, are you thinking we're going to be constrained by centauring only with animals as sensible, like that are sensibly sized in comparison with a human? Could I get centaured with like an ant or a chicken? Um, I, I think that we could scale you up or the ant up or you down or whatever. Like we could scale in any direction, I think. Right, okay. If you want to be really small okay. and have an ant body. and I would get ant man. And then, uh, yeah. happen for you. And then Andrew Head. Totally doable. What... So, um, so if I came to your, if I came to you, and I was like, okay, I would like to be um, top half rhinoceros, bottom half human. Yeah. But this is just for, this isn't for work. This is for Whoa, no. This is purely work. Ethically, we can only do this for work purposes. Oh, it's, it's, it's not a science thing. No, it's an ethics. It's thing. an ethics thing. Yeah. Okay. We so, couldn't do it for any other reason. It's just too expensive. Right. Like if you're just doing it for fun, well, you know. 
we're not going to do that. No, 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 no. Because the other, I mean, like, you got to think about this. We have to store the other half of you. Cold storage, yeah. Yeah. Well, or, or is it like, does that, so so say if uh, I got a giraffe neck. Yeah. Does that, does that mean there's now a giraffe out in the wild with an Andrew head? <laughs> <laughs> do we swap places? If the giraffe wants to. Does, yeah, does the giraffe have to, is a part of the difficulty with this service finding the, the, the animal who's in the opposite situation? Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm a giraffe. And I can't, it's, it, I have to crane my neck to get down to get all the apples on like the middle bit of the tree if only yeah. I had a shorter human length neck. <laughs> do, you, yeah. do you pair up animals with humans? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a swap. It's a trade. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it helps the ethics problem as well. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, it, it, you know, it gives the it gives the animal really some, some good, exciting times. Yes, yeah. With like human arms or legs or a butt. I, I, <laughs> I, I think... Chicken, mm-hmm. birds, I feel sometimes I look at them and I think, that little guy should have some arms. But I guess we are now giving them a pathway to uh, a chicken that could have arms. It's a tricky thing because it, arms are on the top half. Yeah. So you'd also lose the top half of the chicken. So this is this is also version one of this business you're saying is it is is a whole half. We can't get specific. You can't have the wings. You, you go all all half or nothing you're saying what you're asking is 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 for the goal like that's the end the the dream is that yeah. we can percentor you any percent <laughs> that's a really good tagline yeah i i guess yeah it's pretty it's pretty crazy to expect you to be able to percentor somebody immediately exactly you have to yeah. work up to that yeah well, the next well, we've got milestones first one is top half or bottom half right second one is that we can halve you in any direction. So it's like front half or back half, left exactly half or right ask. half, right? Because personally, I was thinking like crab one side, Ooh. human the other side. And you walk in diagonals. Big, <laughs> walk in diagonals. Got a big crab hand. Yeah. That like I can chop cables with that. I could- Crush like, cans. Crush cans. There's so many jobs that I could do with the big- Yeah. The big, the big, you know, the big hand. And, and I was also thinking like, if you're in law enforcement in yeah. a com- country where, you know, maybe guns aren't allowed, but you bullet shrimp one side of you <laughs> and you've got the bullet shrimp. <clears throat> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, non-lethal exploding hand. There are some interesting things about about top halving yeah. as well, because there aren't that many top halves that you, you would kind of want. And there are mm-hmm. some animals where you definitely wouldn't want a top half with them. Like imagine human legs with an octopus top half. Yeah, I mean, I guess... Top halving means you are taking, you're losing your own human head, which is a pretty good part of your body. <laughs> well, we keep your brain in there. Okay. Yeah, that we, we we take that out and we put we keep your brain in, so you 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 know you maintain that level of consciousness. I guess when you're centauring somebody, you immediately think, oh, I could get like horse legs or cheetah yeah. legs or like octopus bottom. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, I, I you know I'm a business I'm a businessman. Yeah. I'm a sensible, serious businessman, and I'm always thinking about the numbers. I'm always crunching the numbers in the background. And this is a really expensive service, right? It's it's pretty pretty pricey. Is does this does your uh, does will works will your works medical plans cover this? <laughs> like, well, is it you get bupa and stuff? Yeah, and dental plan. Do you get centaur plan? Yeah, health insurance centaur plan. Okay. I mean, one thing you have to remember is that the cost is split in two because the animal's paying half as well. That's. That, <laughs> I'm just trying to imagine, like, okay, so for me, obviously, I'm bringing a whole bunch of human money. Yeah. But what's the what's the snail bringing? 
I mean, those snail bucks, man. Snail bucks. Yeah, snail, snail bucks. Bars. Yeah. Snollers. Snollers. Yeah. Shells. That's right. <laughs> snail's actually a really good one. Like, back half snail. Yeah. You're yeah. carrying a house with you in everywhere. This, in this economy, yeah. who can afford a mortgage nowadays? Exactly. I certainly can't. If I could just carry around everything on my back. Tuck yourself perfect. in there. And that's, perfect. that's amazing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, that's, I mean, you know, there's some, like... I'm going to draw the line at some things. Okay. Then I said octopus top half, human bomb half, mm-hmm. jellyfish anything. Uh, s- slug front half, human back half, no. No. Is this because, is, is this an ethics concern again? Or what if someone actually had a business case that was like, we need my, this person needs to get real sluggy. I mean, if there was like, I guess you could slug front half if you really wanted to like slide <laughs> up something. But like, I'm I'm kind of not okay with that because it sort of also grosses me out. Yeah, it's pretty gross. Yeah. I think there's a level of that. There's the ethics board and the, it's just kind of gross board. Yeah. There's also spider bomb half that we won't do as well because that automatically makes you super villain. Oh yeah. This is definitely a super villain origin story. Yeah. You get, you get half centered with a spider because of your work. Yeah. You need to climb up things and then you're laid off. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, exactly. Can you that, go back? Uh, yeah, you can swap back. Uh, can you have a second surgery? So say if you did your first surgery and you got, uh, uh, let me think, eagle topped. Uh-huh. <laughs> Could you then go in and be like, actually, can I remove my human legs? I get cheetah legs. <laughs> cheetah legs, eagle top. I mean, ethically, I think that's questionable. Okay. I think it is interesting though. Um, and at what point, like ship of Theseus at what point yeah. or, tr- or triggers broom if you're, <laughs> if you're that way inclined, what point are you no longer Andrew and you're just made up of other stuff? <sighs> oh, that's hard. I have one final question. Yeah. What would you percentile yourself with? So top half chameleon. <laughs> okay. Okay. But bottom half human, human legs. Yeah. Human legs. Cause I think you can easily disguise the human legs, but the top half, the chameleon, <laughs> like okay. you take, you know, you, you pop your shirt off. You just blend into the background. Right in the back, yeah. Yeah, so in my current job as international jewel thief, <laughs> <laughs> that I think would be extremely useful. I think it would be. Um, be very disorienting as well. People just have legs. Yeah. Just I legs. guess actually, like maybe one half of you, like left half. Oh, left half. Or right yeah. half. So you're like, you're there and then you turn around and then you're not there anymore. That's a really good shout. Yeah. What about you? Um... I do, I'm a, it's difficult. I, I naturally want to go with giraffe, but I don't feel that would help me in my workplace very much. I'm going to go scorpion because it has a little pointy tail and I think that would be good for like coding. Oh yeah, you've got like an extra finger. Yeah, that would be the thing that just smashes enter the whole time. Nice. Yeah. I guess, right? Downside is you have a lot, a bunch of like scorpion poison on your keyboard. <laughs> but that, you know, we'll work that out in phase two. Yeah, there's some amazingly good side effects of that as well. No one taking your desk. Yeah, no one's no one's <laughs> ever going to take your desk. <laughs> if I was going to be a half animal, I'd be a pigeon, top half, sack and fly, and get to places easier. And I would be half giraffe, like upper half of my body, so I could see a bit further, which would be nice considering I'm five foot one. I think I'd like to be half dolphin on the bottom half and they'd basically be a mermaid. 
So that's quite a lot of good center ideas. It was real good. People in our workplace were, were very willing to, to Extremely. stop work for a few minutes and, and center themselves with us. <laughs> they, were, they really were. They, some people really got into it and like several people really had to spend quite a lot of time actually thinking about what it was that they were going to center themselves with. I hope there's a timesheet category that's like centaur thinking time. People can dump time into now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll get one made up. Yeah. If an audience member is listening yeah. and they think, boy, I want to center myself. Yep. They have a really great centaur combination to center themselves with. How could they let us know about it? So there are, there are three ways. The first way is email, brainsontheoutside at gmail.com. The second way is Instagram, brains on the outside. And the third way is through Twitter, which is brains outside. Amazing. I think I'd probably pick the top half of an elephant as long as it was in proportion to like the human size, because what can't you do with a trunk? I would have octopus on the bottom half because then I'd have six extra legs to be able to multitask. <laughs> I would pick the bottom half because clearly if it's the top half, then you'll lose your human identity and you, know, you need to be not an animal on the top. That doesn't make any sense. I would go practical. So I think some sort of monkey, I'm not a monkey expert, but the idea of not to pick things up with my feet, you know, have a tail to balance... Sounds really practical and, you know, in human society, covering up your bottom half, fully acceptable when it's two legs. I'm going bottom half millipede with top half me. Yeah, just the head. Just, just the head, I think. Because well, all, all the good stuff of the millipede is in the body, isn't it? I mean, a millipede is just the body. So <laughs> just pop my head on it with my brain. I can climb anywhere I want to go. It's good. Andrew, what's happening this afternoon? So I, I've uh, I've got a problem for us to solve. Oh, um, it's a real world business problem. Okay, and as we are pro bono innovation consultants, yeah, who are always willing to help, mm-hmm. even people who have asked for help, yeah, like this multinational corporation, <laughs> I think we can do some good for them. Okay, so I've uh, my belly made a very loud voice there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna let's, leave that in. Let's push on. Um, <laughs> So, um, I don't, <laughs> I'm not sure what your YouTube recommendations are like right now, Alex, but mine are destroyed. I've been watching way too many videos about roller coasters. Nice. Th- roller coaster theory and blocking zones and history and all sorts of stuff. Wow. I know it's exciting stuff, but my, my YouTube recommendations are now all pure Disney world related things. And I've never been, and I, I'm not, I don't have that much inclination to go to Disneyland either, but I now know quite a lot about it. I, I I I didn't have any inclination to go to Disney World either, but then somebody very kindly paid for us to go as a family, wow. and I fucking loved it. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely loved it. It was I was blown away by how much I enjoyed being there. See, this is uh, this is interesting to hear this review because I watched a, a video that kind of took it from a different angle, mm. and this maybe says more about me than anything else. But mm. one day I watched a two-hour-long video essay. Yeah. <laughs> on how cues work at Disney World. Um, uh, th- that actually, like, sadly, I, I kind of want to watch that as well. Now. It is incredible. I'll, I'll put a little link to it in the description of the episode. Uh, but it's super in-depth. Okay. And they have this huge problem in Disney World about queuing. Yeah. Because there's thousands of people there and only a limited amount of rights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right at the start, it was just a free-for-all, I think. Yeah, and it's not like that now. No. Definitely there's different not. tiers. There's, yeah. like, fast fast track and fast track plus yeah and it, used to, it started off a while ago and then induced it 
that only Cern Rice had fast track. Right. And that, that kind of worked okay because, like, the idea of fast track is you go to the right, there's a queue, and you get a ticket that gets yeah. back, and it says, you come back in three hours. And that kind of worked, but only a few of them had it because they're like, you have to go somewhere else, right? Yeah. But now every ride has fast track. Yeah, so you've got this, like, oh, well, all of my rides are in three hours. Yeah, yeah. That, exactly. And then there's, like, fast track plus plus that cut even more lines. Right. And now things that aren't even technically rides, like like shows or puppet making or whatever, are yeah. also on this fast track thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it means that queue times for people who are not on the fast track thing are extremely, extremely high now. Right. And the people who are there who, are, who don't fast track feel that it's unfair. They don't feel it's a magical experience. They feel right. like they've stratified society inside Disney World. So the challenge is, how do we fix queuing to make it no longer unfair? Ah, this is this is really interesting. So I've been I've been to Disney World twice now, or I've mm-hmm. been to, to Euro Disney twice, or whatever they call it these days, Disneyland Paris, I think. Did you have a queuing issue? No, but we were very strategic about how we played it. Right. Now, one, one thing that we found was that between the rides, there were a few, like between queues, there were a few rides that were always empty. Right. So like... A small world usually has a queue, but you can get through it pretty quick because there are a small contingent of people who go through a small world like 500 times. <laughs> and then most people avoid it because it's the same song over and yeah, over yeah. again. Uh, but yeah, but I think th- like we could do a lot better at this. I feel like there's a, there's a democracy angle to this as well. Yes. I think cutting down... Like the, the the queue times, like Space Mountain, Pirates of the Caribbean, just instantly. That's yeah. that's the end goal. Yeah, because actually, if you go late at night and it's there's no one there, and you walk straight through and you go through like all of the there's all this like queue infrastructure that yeah. exists okay, before every ride, where you're like it's completely empty, but you still have to walk like a mile's worth of queue <laughs> with no one there, <laughs> like zigzagging backwards and forwards. And until you eventually get to the ride, and then you get on straight away and you go around. And Molly and I went around Pirates of the Caribbean like three times in a row. Mm-hmm. But each time you get off, you have to go all the oh, way back around the again. Way. Yeah. Uh, it's really, yeah, fascinating. So I I don't have any solid ideas. I have some, I have some kernels. And I thought I'd bring them to you. Okay, hit me. I think gamifying the queuing system. Okay. Make queuing the reason you go. Right. Therefore, the people with the fast tracks. Mm-hmm. That's they're the losers now because they're not sitting in the Pirates of the Caribbean queue for five and a half hours a day. Right now, ways I thought about this some sort of points achievement system. Right, which generally make the queues nicer. You know, uh-huh. put chairs there, uh, oh. or maybe have like the like the acts in the queues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's not getting rid of the queues. But I think just the making the queues nicer, making them a nicer place to be, so making them nicer than the ride yeah. itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, 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 there's something really nice about about that of like do stuff in the queue. Mm-hmm. What about dating? Like dating, speed yeah, dating, speed dating in the queue, or like you know if you if if dating's not your thing, maybe like speed dating from a business perspective. So like getting to meet other people from other businesses that maybe you might want to do business with in the future. So it's like you can write that queuing time off. Oh, as an expense. As, as an expense. Oh, sh- yeah, right. Everyone goes to Disney World with a bunch of business cards. Yeah. To even maybe just performatively do some networking. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I have a friend who 
he went for a job at a games company in, I think, like Santa Clara mm-hmm. in California. And the office that he went to was was over the road from a Six Flags theme park. <sighs> so good. And he had his interview in the queues between the rides. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, what's the thing? Uh, he got the job as well. Yeah. Pretty sweet. So And a trip to Six Flags. And a trip to Six Flags, yeah, as well. So, I mean, that's 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 a thing. Now, for me, that's not great because I'm not so keen on roller coasters. Mm-hmm. But maybe maybe that's a service that Disneyland could just, just have. Like, what about stuff where you just need to be standing around talking to someone for a long period of time and they just, like give you that that queue space that's actually genius disney just accepts queuing is terrible yeah queuing is boring as shit we'll just do all the boring stuff you need to do yeah in that queue in the queue there'll be like tax advisors there <laughs> you know? that's so good it's we'll have like a like your passport renewal service will be there you know oh. all like oh you need to i don't know update the address in your bills this is the time to do it yeah just like there there the dental hygienist in yes there. yes and that was like just gives you a quick tooth tooth polish while you wait oh man i think that's uh because disney they're always fighting they're trying to make the queue shorter they're trying to get them through them faster but if you were like okay right oh shit i need to do my taxes but at least space mountain is at the end of this <laughs> yeah yeah what about if if there was only one queue Mm-hmm. Full stop, right? Okay. And you went on every ride in turn. Okay. So, like, each ride is basically the queue for the next ride. You you get off um, the Winnie the Pooh adventure, and yeah. it's right onto the... Like, little cars. Yeah. And then after the cars, there's teacups. And after the teacups is, like, the fucking flying carpet thing. And then the Peter Pan hot air balloon situation. Everyone goes on everything. Yeah. That's actually a really interesting idea. There's that, there's going to be that annoying couple of hours at the beginning when the park's filling up. But I guess yeah. maybe you just have the park rolling 24 hours a day. Yeah. Yeah. And you see everything. Exactly. And, like, I guess there's maybe some clever maths you could do about, like, people don't want to, or, like, maybe there's age restrictions around certain things mm-hmm. or height restrictions around certain rides. So you have a queue where, like, you can start your queue at any ride, and then you just go circularly round. Okay, And if you yeah. skip one, that's okay. It kind of works out because people are still queuing at that ride. But maybe actually we've just invented queues again. Have you gone Have you gone all the way around? We've gone full circle. I, I think the pure idea, though, is nice. Of yes. One, one super queue. I, I was wondering about, so another thing this video talks about is how another level of inequality on top of this is that, you can pre-book rides uh-huh. and the system benefits people who do our research. Okay. So if you're just like a normal person going to Disney World, you don't know these complex systems uh-huh. to pre-book rides and when to do it. So you got to do it like certain number of days in advance at certain times of the day. What if no pre-booking, no queues, it's a meritocracy. There's some sort of like, Ooh. you go in and like, you have to be like, okay, um, so what year is Monsters Inc.? released right and then you put your hand up you answer correctly and you're right off you go <laughs> oh what about if it was just related to how what your positive impact on the world was was where you ended up in the queue 
and it's just like the number of brownie badges that you have. Okay, so you're saying we are now like you go in and there's like a like the good place. Yeah, they're like okay, so you donated a charity last month and um, yeah, you, you we saw you pick some letter up one day, right? You have this B tier pass. Yeah. Okay. That's that would act, that's like quite a good motivation to act nicely outside in the real world because you yeah. get treated. Have we invented a religion? <laughs> I mean, I think Disney is pretty much a religion. So uh, what about also if they just sped all the rides up by 30%? Oh. Oh. <laughs> just get through 30% quicker. So I actually think that's that's the actual answer to this problem. You let less people in the park yeah. and you just turn every ride up to 11. <laughs> yeah, what, what about if it was like the speed of the ride was based on the length of the queue? Longer the queue, faster the ride. Faster the ride. Oh wow! Like it gets dangerously fast. Yeah, goes over an hour long. Well, um, <laughs> it's the queue, the queue length is something I'm not quite. I want to make this queue shorter. And yeah. another idea I had was, what if like each ride is almost its own little business, right? That has the money to shit talk other rides. Oh, it has like a yeah. an advertising fund purely for smear campaigns. And through this mechanism, everyone's shit talking each other. And you're like, oh, I've heard from the guy over on uh, Space Mountain that Pirates of the Caribbean is terrible this year. Yeah. And therefore the queue's really short. So no so basically no one's going to Disneyland anymore because everyone's shit talking all the rides. <laughs> okay, okay. I, I see I see the problem with this plan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, the uh, like the faster way to do that is to just make it worse. Okay, so you work on you just make the rides worse. You just make it less fun, oh. so people don't want to go anymore. So you, you, there's, you, you have the example of that ride that that like plays the same song every time. It's normally wants yeah. to go on. Are you saying that's a deliberate? Yeah, you attempted like, Disney to shorten that queue to shorten the queue. Actually, like if you played the Small World theme tune on every ride. Mm-hmm. You'd shorten the queue on everything immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Make the rides a bit more shitty. Yeah. Is the... Be less fun. Be less fun. You don't have to actually, like, you just have to make the rides less palatable. So maybe you just, like, you start dropping the big names from it. Mm-hmm. So there's no Peter Pan, there's no. a Dumbo. And instead, you just make them so that they're just, like, you know, they're, they're like, it's, it's, they're like B, B-rate celebrity <sighs> Okay. rides instead or you just completely change the theme of the whole park and maybe it's entirely body themed now <laughs> this is the foot roller coaster yeah and like this is the intestinal <laughs> this is intestines mountain <laughs> I feel we would do a really good job of clearing out a theme park <laughs> and just emptying it yeah so Andrew that was the show that was the show Wonderful. Um, we did some very good innovation work there, I think. I think it was, uh, I think there was some really good thinking there. Yeah. Like some quite serious thinking in the afternoon and some extremely serious thinking this morning about the centauring situation. I think people knee jerk, they'll say the centaur thing, nah, too out there, too crazy. But that's how everybody feels when they hear a new big idea. 100%. When people, like when Steve Jobs was talking about the iPod, yeah. and people were like, nah, mate. Yeah. No one wants that. 250 songs in the little box. That ain't happening. Nah. No. And now we're being like half a horse. 
Exactly. Yeah. Go for half an elephant? Absolutely. Whatever, man. People will want this they service. They will. 100%. Uh, good. So just one more time, if people wanted to get in touch with the show. Uh, if you want, yeah. If you want to tell us how you'd center yourself, uh, you can email us at brainsontheoutside at gmail.com. You can contact us on Instagram, brainsontheoutside, or you can get in touch on Twitter at brainsoutside. You can. And if you have something that you want to advertise in the ad segment of the show, or if you have a question that you want us to answer, or you have a thought of your own, um, feel free to drop us an email. Or if you really want to, drop us a little voice note, because we love to slot those into the show. We love that. Yes. We do. Um, if you want to send us a voice note with your center idea and we get enough of those, we'll also slot those into the next episode. That'd be so funny. <laughs> yeah, it'd be great. Uh, anyway, uh, this time next week, Andrew. This time next week, next Monday. Yeah. Keep your brain on the outside, dude. Keep your brain on the outside. <laughs>